0: let mm-hmm. Body, welcome to um lesson 21 release ceremony this one is like stumping us all up but guess what it's fine i've actually y'all i read this on the plane and i've read like i don't know what lesson i'm technically on because i'm a couple ahead but then like when i go to record these podcasts i gotta go re- back to what i read that because i didn't record last week and then like when i go to do tiktoks i'm way behind on tiktok i'm like lesson 15 and then i really don't know what day the group is on so um i'm really a great leader <laughs> No, we're all on this journey together, um, but separately, so it's okay if you're on a different day than I am, but, like, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you're, like, on Lesson 21, or, like, you want to listen to me talk, um, which, if you do, if that's the case, I'm sorry, because, like, I lost my voice, and half of, like, probably my soul in Puerto Rico. I lost myself this weekend. (laughs) Just kidding. I had the best of my life, but I also lost my voice, so, um, yeah I want to get straight into it and when I get my voice back we'll catch up we'll catch up I have some regularly scheduled interviews coming out I also like fun fact I have been a guest on some podcasts um this week there's a podcast called the her podcast and it's um my friend Holly she's so cool um she's funny she's funny we just literally met on the internet and just like and now I'm sending her screenshots like asking her advice <laughs> she's my dog though um but we had a podcast about boundaries today and she has a really good you know just podcast of women like women empowerment and like really just everything that we're about here on tana talk so if you guys want to go hop on over there it's about boundaries she started a new series about boundaries so i think they're like just 20 minute episodes always so that's pretty cool and then um on wednesday so the day after this releases or whenever you're listening to this it's probably already out um uh, my friend victoria she was on the on the podcast um, on hers, it's called You to Love, and it's about, uh, sex and sex repression in the church, and that's something I'm really passionate about because I share my story on there and kind of, like, I'll share, I've shared kind of on here, but, like, I've never, I feel like <laughs> this is, like, hard to talk about. Uh, in the church culture I grew up in, literally, I remember being, like, 15 years old, and they had me, like, go to this rally, I'm like, True Love weights rally, if you know, you know, um, <laughs> and sign a contract about, like, you're going to save your virginity. And most Christians, like, literally thought that was so serious or think that it, like, no, I, no, they took that so serious. I was one of the Christians that was like, what? are they making a sign of contract for that must mean that this is something cool. And kind of like the same thing. Like my parents, I was raised super kind of strictish I thought. And then it made me just want to be wild. So like they made me sign this contract about sex and then it literally just opened up this whole realm of like, well, if it's, if I'm not supposed to do it, let me just do it. And it kind of just distorted my whole view. And we get into that on her podcast and I've never really publicly talked about some of that stuff, but that like, in my heart and like what I'm trying to do with this podcast and the platform is like make a change in like the culture of church and stuff that I grew up in because um I always thought still low-key sometimes do like oh my god you're gonna go to hell because like people are so judgmental and it's like I don't understand why you know these people like these Christians like that we're so judgmental but we all still like Whatever. I'm getting onto a tangent, but go listen to her podcast. It's really good. I'm, like, telling you all my whole all my tea. Whatever. Skip through this. I'm sorry. I just miss talking, I guess. I'm sorry. Lesson 21. It's a release ceremony. This is kind of tripping us up a bit um, in the group. I'm going to try to schedule something maybe where we could all do this together. I think over the Zoom call that I do on the weekend, I think this would be something neat to kind of do together. Um, I know we're all separated and we're all doing this on our own journey, but I think this would be something maybe powerful. We could all burn a letter together, <laughs> uh, burn one together. but, um, push. okay. That was like so silly. Anyway, the quote that it opens up with is maturity is a process of subtraction, not addition. And I think that that growing and when you go through the growing in the growth process, like you have to subtract a lot, but I think when you subtract and you cut things out, and you go through that season of like cutting out and like release, you're doing yourself a service because you're, you're subtracting essentially at first, but then it, it, it opens up room for multiplication, not just addition. Like I feel like when you heal, like you, your capacity to love multiplies. And so I love this opening just thought and it says one of the pitfalls of being such a therapeutically savvy culture is that often we can see where our problems come from but then use that knowledge as an excuse to avoid moving forward in life. For example, I don't do commitment well because my father left when I was four. While self-awareness is a vital facet of transformation, insight alone does not guarantee change and that is something that I wrote down because I think a lot of times at the beginning of this book like self-awareness is so key but that's not enough like you can't just be aware of a problem like the first step is admitting it yes and realizing it's there but that's not enough you have to put it into action and I think that this is a very this lesson gets very beautiful in a way of like physically giving you a representation of things that you need to let go um I love also It's that we become really attached to these things. And I think that's that's where all of these lessons tie in together. It's like we get attached to our pain and to our past and to our stories and to our traumas. Like we get attached to it because that's all we know. That's all we can see is because it's all we know. When actually... Many of these things have been around so long that we become attached to them, we identify with them, and that we're resentful for them, but it's actually just all we are giving life to. And it's kind of like this burdensome attachments, is what the book says burdensome attachments that have thwarted the expression. Of love in our lives, in order to experience love, therefore, we need to release all that is not love from our life, so that the possibility of deep relatedness, our natural birthright, can begin to manifest itself fluidly and effortlessly in our lives. And I think that's the that's the key. Like it's supposed to be effortless. We are love. We were created by love. From love. By love to be loved to others but we're just lacking in this it should be effortlessly it says manifest itself fluidly fluidly and effortlessly literally it's supposed to come effortlessly it's just supposed to be who we are we come from love think about it like low key like let's go back there guys let's go back there okay are you ready when your mommy and your daddy made love to each other <laughs> you came out So, you were literally made with love. Like, that's just, like, me being generic, like, an example. But think about it. Like, they, you know, they call it making love because you're literally (laughs) making love. What is sex? I don't know. Still curious about it. Like, why do we do it? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Spilling on my teeth. Oh, my God. Literally, my book just fell. I'm like, oh. Girl, I I hope I'm calling in the one, y'all, because, oof, I hope I'm calling him in, because I cannot, I cannot, I need, oh, gotta go, I gotta pause this. I love how this book asks, what would you be willing to give up for love? And literally, most people would be like, my car, my house, my drink, like, I'd give up everything, I would take a bullet for it, but really, like, honestly, it's just sometimes it's like, they'd rather do that than fix their thought patterns, or fix these, like, unhealthy coping mechanisms or break some unhealthy thought patterns or things like that and so it's hard to let things go whether it be like an addiction or anything or 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 another person or like a boundary or a toxic tie whatever it is that you need to release it's hard to let it go because you are a little bit attached to it um And I love how it says on the top of page 141, you can't give something up with an an attachment to a particular outcome. The universe won't bargain with those terms. Your surrender must be absolute and unconditional. I must give up a relationship that doesn't serve me anymore, even though I risk being alone for the rest of my life. I must give up the comfort of a destructive addiction, even though I have no idea at this point how I'm going to manage the feelings that doing so might unleash I must let go of manipulating others, even though I risk losing the leverage I believe I have to get what I want. I must give up punishing myself, even though my circumstances have not changed and may never do. So the first one at the top, I must give up a relationship that doesn't serve me anymore, even though I risk being alone for the rest of my life. And those of you who are in long-term relationships divorce situations or someone you were in a long-term relationship with and like you're you're like it's scary to let go of that toxic tie especially even after you've broken up because it's like that hope like you know i don't know i had a toxic ex that we would text up until literally new <laughs> new year's eve this past year um and i finally had to realize like no i love myself enough to where like i'd rather be alone and like sane and like good than entertain this toxic tie um and like it's really self-sabotaging and punishing and like it's like as soon as I cut that relationship off so many other beautiful relationships begin to flourish and you have to have the willingness to let go to let go how willing are you to be inconvenienced to be uncomfortable to be wrong how willing are you to render the control to follow directions to take risks like like loving someone and trying to open yourself up like it's a risk any anything is a risk my parents were together for 35 years like there were they weren't all bad I'm sure there was like love there nobody gets married wanting to get a divorce so like even the happiest you see you see it happen all the time you can be married for 50 years and and things can still happen it's a risk no matter what, but I'd rather I'd rather it's so cheesy, but it's like I'd rather love and lost than have never loved at all because at least you you know, I feel that. I just need you to know that there's a different there's a difference between opening yourself up and, and doing all this and being desperate. If you feel desperate for love, remember that letting go of everything in its way is the appropriate way to channel desperation. Be desperate enough to release all that is fear-based, all that is limiting and all that is predictable, all that is safe. Be desperate enough to embrace the courage it requires to surrender completely. Remembering that growth is not so much a process of accumulation, but it's a process of release. That's how page 142 ends. And that's beautiful. Like, It goes all the way, but all these lessons, I hope you guys are seeing them intertwine. I didn't see it the first time, so I hope you guys are seeing it now as I'm going through this probably the 47th time. Probably not going to be the last time I read this lesson, but we can't come at this as a fear-based mentality and a fear-based, oh my God, I'm going to die alone. You have to come in this as, I very well could be alone for the rest of my life, but guess what? I'm, I'm okay with that because I'm releasing whatever is not for me. I want what's for me. I don't believe I'm actually going to be single for the rest of my life. But I would be content 1 million percent if I was. I love this quote by Ralph Blum. And we're going to end this. And I'm going to find a way to do this release ceremony beautifully for us. Um, I'll be back with more about the release ceremony. What has been full must empty. What has increased must decrease. This is the way of heaven and earth. To surrender is to display courage and wisdom. Ralph Blum. And that's hard because in our culture it's not cool to 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 cut people off and to be empty and to decrease and to give give away give away things no and in our culture, you think it's weak to show emotions and to say, "Hey, I'm struggling with this or to reach out to someone or to i don't know try to expand yourself from love or try to heal from your childhood trauma. It might be seemed as weak, but I just need you to know that it is the most a beautiful thing it should encourage you I'm gonna figure out a way to do the release ceremony um I'm gonna have more on that coming up soon my voice is kind of going right now so I'm gonna go but I love you guys I mean it this was lesson 21 you're doing better than you think you are if you have a pulse you have a purpose just remember that I love you bye